1: DNVR fantasy week six in the books. My guy Kale Sorbo here. We, as always, are presented by uh, the King Sportsbook. Use that code DNVR DraftKings Sportsbook, where new users can bet five dollars to win two hundred. How are you doing,
0: Kale? I'm good. How are your fantasy teams doing? Uh, great in my dynasties.
1: Got some real like juggernauts that people just can't touch. Getting a ton of garbage offers um left and right for all my quarterbacks which you love to see my redrafts just destroyed um not just Najee but Aaron Jones is really really putting me in a bad spot right now
0: yeah I'm not doing too hot in my redraft leagues either because I went all in on Najee as well so It's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, now she's a problem, unfortunately. But what can you do? This is uh, that
1: time of year. We're going to go through each game, biggest takeaway, biggest questions, and try to make sense of this all. And then I could use her help on some streaming defenses. Anyways, I thought this was an interesting week. I thought there were a lot of
0: takeaways. Um, So let's get into it. Yeah, let's start with Washington at Chicago. What's your biggest takeaway from this game, Dre? I was
1: skeptical during the offseason to hear all the Brian Robinson hype, a guy who, as far as Alabama running backs go, seemed about as mid-talented as any back that's come out um, from Bama in a long while. For him to just take Antonio Gibson's job like that, um has been crazy so this
0: backfield split in washington is my biggest takeaway no doubt. how would you handle that as a fantasy manager
1: man i think right now you're in try to recoup value off of antonio gibson while well, you can like in a dynasty or whatever i'd be panicking this is not a spot you want to be in on um it's just tough, man. It's tough. And Robinson looks good. He looks good in all facets. Um and I think it's just slowly getting going and Heineke in this offense might be uh might be sneaky.
0: Might be sneaky. All right, what's your biggest question coming out of this game?
1: Dante Pettis, um, kinda looking like a better version than Darnell Mooney. Started getting some targets last week, really kind of dominated the game with four of eighty six. And a touchdown, um, only wide receiver that went off for both teams. I think he's worth considering um, was the NCAA's record holder for punt returns. He's an electric athlete. It's just as a wide receiver, never put it together. But this might be his big chance.
0: Might be, might be. All right, let's move on. Baltimore at New York Giants, one of the most entertaining games of the weekend. Shocking. What is your takeaway from this game?
1: Shocking, shocking, shocking. From a fantasy standpoint, I think my biggest takeaway is Kenyon Drake. Um, this is a few weeks now, and he's maybe just found a home. Another former Bama back. Uh, he always had clear, tremendous amounts of talent. And when you go off like he did, 10 carries for 119, a long of 30, so it's not like one yard run carried him. Mm. He's very intriguing. There were a couple deep dynasties where I was still finding him available. So he's a guy I'd, I'd check the waiver wire for.
0: Yeah, definitely available uh, in a lot of places. Two, only two targets. Does that worry you? Uh yeah, a
1: little bit. Uh their whole who's getting the touches, who's getting the targets in Baltimore is very odd. Uh obviously Mark Andrews is dominating. Isaiah Likely was right there as their second leading receiver. He's a rookie tight end. Um so it's just uh and Josh Oliver was third. So it's a lot of tight end heavy sets right now, but you gotta run out of those and if Kenyon Drake is the one taking advantage of that, I'm all in on that.
0: All in anything on the giant side of the ball, kind of a weird week uh, really for the weird. giants. Um, Saquon only with three targets. What's your, what's your question there?
1: Yeah, I do have a question as far as why isn't he getting utilized more in the passing game. Um, that was always his appeal was that he could be that Ladanian Tomlinson type Marshall Falk type Christian McCaffrey type massive X factor as a receiver out the backfield. He's running the ball really well, but it does seem like he's being underutilized, and that's for a receiving core who's kind of finding its way. Dan Bellinger, uh, Wondell Robinson, but has far from like a reliable target at any position.
0: 22 carries, though, so still just getting an absolute insane workload. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game. Jacksonville at Indiana. What's your biggest question here?
1: Yeah, the Colts, man. Um, pfft, what a team, but... J-Rob supplanted. Um, He does get 12 carries, so he leads the team. But Travis Etienne makes the most of his 10 carries. And Jermichael Hasty with a big 61-yard run. Somehow 61 yards as his big run ends the day with 57 rushing yards, so not great for Jermichael. But I did think that was notable that Etienne finally had that big breakout. He also had 22 receiving yards. Um, We've been singing J-Rob's praise left and right. Sort Interesting of a, that etn's coming around
0: sort of a weird week for jacksonville in general there was only 12 targets that went to wide receivers total Yep. so uh, obviously a bad week for christian kirk i wouldn't worry too much about that i i would still buy stock there yes agreed. but um i think james robinson and travis etn are both going to be playable it looks like they're both going to be getting a decent amount of carries um it's just gonna sort of depend who has the hot hand each week which makes it hard from a fantasy perspective but for sure. i but good news for those of you who are in dynasty leagues and have travis etienne yes sure. absolutely you needed this week desperately and yeah you're right this might be the rare
1: backfield that can carry to set up not too dissimilar to like what cleveland has gone. J. rob's kind of your chub Etienne can be that kareem hunt
0: Yep. All right, let's move over to the Colts side of the ball. What's your question there? Man, I think it's,
1: is Alec Pierce really on his way to fantasy uh, relevance? And I know, look, that 32-yard touchdown is carrying him most of the game, but we're starting to see this. Matt Ryan's getting more comfortable. Obviously, Pittman, stud, don't mess with him. Nice to see Paris Campbell after um, like three years of inactivity in the NFL finally start to do something, but rookie Alec Pierce, I think is a guy you want on your bench and might be starting now that the buys are coming around and stuff.
0: Definitely startable in a bi-week snap. Like you've got a really, Mm -hmm. really sort of a hard situation there. What I like is his target share compared to the amount of routes he ran. Seven targets when he only ran 41 routes. So that's a really high target share. So that bodes well moving forward. All right, let's move on. Let's go on to New England at Cleveland. What is up with this? Man, um,
1: crazy this turnaround that New England's done. Everyone's going to be talking about Bailey Zappi. Uh, But honestly, for me, the big note here is Ramondre Stevenson. It feels like as much as the change of quarterback has made a big difference, Stevenson taking over Mm. as RB1 has made a massive difference two touchdowns, 76 yards. Dude's just like a man among boys. And he has changed his body so much from Oklahoma. He was such like a big fat back.
0: Yeah. He doesn't look at, at no, all. He no, looks he's very normal. He's still a monster just a size monster, wise, yes. but he is cut a lot. Um, this is sort of what we've been waiting for since they drafted Ramondre. Yes, it is. We were waiting yes, for this to happen. Yep. So I, I agree. Ramondre is so fun. Um, what's the deal with bailey zappy
1: i know i mean belichick not doing the uh mac is our starter thing so i think he might actually be in the mix and in all these super flex dynasties i'm in that's two quarterbacks you can start potentially i do think he might be worth a stash which is crazy i wouldn't even two weeks ago that would have been insane
0: Crazy to say for sure, um, but he's looking like he can kind of play. I don't notice that big of a difference between him and Mac Jones as far as the type of quarterback that they're playing. They're both just distributors there. I have a question on the other side of the ball, if you're okay. Please. Are we worried about Amari Cooper? Man, I mean, I was never quite in. We're just in such a like
1: holding pattern with the Browns because mm. it's like once the Sean Watson comes, I think you'll find some stuff. Now, I mean... Donovan Peoples Jones is going to be a factor there. He's that classic like boomer bust mm. wide receiver who might go off one week and be completely dormant for the next couple. Cooper, I mean, I think to some extent he's always been overvalued, but right now I might go the other way and say he's an intriguing buy low if, um, you know, if you can hold on until Deshaun Watson gets on the field.
0: Yeah, totally agree with you. All right, next game. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Cincinnati at New Orleans. Another fun game. Yes. Uh, what are we taking away from this game? Two huge fantasy returns here: Alvin Kamara, Jamar Chase.
1: Two guys that had really disappointed with huge weeks, back to back weeks for Alvin Kamara. So you like to see that, and Jamar Chase, man, um, our guy RK, one of huge SGP on that sixty yard bomb. Uh, this finally felt like the Bengals offense
0: again yeah it really did um there still wasn't that much creativity I gotta mm-hmm. be honest I mm-hmm. they were running a lot of <laughs> a lot of four wide sets and a lot of just run go balls to Jamar which when they work are awesome I unfortunately was playing Jamar Chase this week oh, and it sucks. absolutely wrecked me even though I put up a decent point yeah, total so that's going to go but can we depend on it week in week out? I'm not buying Zach Taylor as a play caller still. I know they got to the Super Bowl last year. Their offense is just too inconsistent for me to really buy in. I mean, Jamar sometimes is a no show. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, true. They're kind
1: of figuring things out with Mixon, but that was my big question is on one side I see the production, Burrow goes over for 300, runs one in, I think the O-line's playing much better.
0: The O-line is playing much and better. They huge. seem to have figured things out. Yeah,
1: I mean, Lel Collins, the big signing at right tackle, it seems like he's finally making a difference. I mean, shit, that's what cost him a Super Bowl last year.
0: It totally did.
1: So if you get that figured out, Mixon, only eight carries but 45 yards, which is half decent. They get him a touchdown in the passing game, so they're starting to figure him out a little more. Boyd, Higgins, Hurst chase there's talent at receiver burrow's good i i have your concerns as well but i think the second half they're gonna start figuring this out so tentatively i think this is a team you can start buying stock back you're buying this offense okay i think so now don't
0: overreact too much to this new orleans game But, yeah, I think there's something there. Is Alvin Kamara turning back into the league winner that we think he is? 19 carries, 9 targets. He ran 24 routes, 50 snaps. He was an absolute monster this week.
1: Yeah, he was. And you could be getting Jameis back, but that might be more of a concern. I kind of like the way he's playing with Dalton right now. Yeah, I did too. So I am a little worried about Jameis. He's still 27. Um, He had a hundred rushing yards the week prior. No, I think I'm, I think I'm, I don't think he's back to being a top five back right now. I think this situation in new Orleans is too risky. And honestly, man, Sean Payton, that missing that play callers, making a huge difference to them. Totally. Totally. All right. Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. Wow. (laughs) Um, I guess my biggest takeaway is Tom Brady, kind of serviceable again.
0: Yeah, I have Tom Brady in two leagues, and I started the season really mad that I drafted him, and yep. he's been serviceable for me. So yep. I'm not too worried about it. Um, He's got his wide receivers back, which just seems to be all the difference that it makes in the world for him is when he has those guys to throw to and he doesn't. Yep. Um, I really like what Russell Gage has been doing. Um, He's doing all the dirty work on mm, that team. Great call. So... He might not be a fantasy buy, but a real-life football, he's really making the difference for Tom there. Yeah, um, and in,
1: in he does enough real football things
0: to where if there's more of an opening, it will pay dividends. And how about this? Chris Godwin with 11 targets on only 39 routes run. I mean, his target share is that of an elite wide receiver one. I don't know if it's Tom. I don't know if it's the offense in general, but then it's not
1: leading to wide receiver one production.
0: I know. Which is crazy, it's weird, man. which is
1: crazy. It's crazy. Everything lines up for him. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's my question is, why, while Brady's kind of picked it up, why isn't it really
0: showing for this receiving core? It doesn't make sense because I, like, I, think, I hate all these options. I think – I think the uh, I think there's five or six guys that Tom is trying to get his trying mm. to get his ball around to yeah. right now and I think that is probably causing I think it's a classic New England Brady problem where he had no true number 1 which he does in Mike Evans don't yeah, get me wrong, wrong. Yeah. but he never had a true number 1 so he spread the ball around I think he's back to that distributor the guy on this offense i really like is still leonard fournette he's getting carries he's getting targets um yeah, didn't have no, a huge week but yep. he's been great so i would buy leonard fournette he um, gets you the cheap production he's one of those guys where real
1: football he's not like he's not like when you put the giants on and you're like oh my god saquon
0: looks so bouncy oh when you watch leonard you never go that's a top yeah, ten. Back. yeah 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 but at the end of the
1: day it's like damn he got me another 15 points I'll exactly
0: take you'll take it there um all right let's move on san francisco at atlanta
1: yeah man um hard hard because atlanta's such a weird fantasy team right now such a weird fantasy team i mean Kyle Pitts gets the touchdown but nothing else um The running back, the backfield split is really weird. The wide receiver split's weird, too. The wide receiver split's insane. Mariota's playing great. He's playing winning ball, but he's, like, never going to hit over 200 passing yards. It's wild. Brandon Ayuk
0: this week went off, though. Brandon
1: Ayuk went off, and that is my biggest takeaway is, like, in another offense— or in a team that's like the Niners were this week where they're down big and they have to throw it, you know, Jimmy G threw it 48 one times. That's not by design. Um, He would be
0: a stud, man. He would be an absolute stud. 55 snaps. I mean, he's getting, he's definitely getting the play time. Uh, So, and he's got the talent. He's got the talent. It's, it's just rough. It's rough. He's for a him hard one to production. bench right now. That's the hardest thing. He's a hard one to bench because of his upside, but he's so inconsistent. I don't know what I would recommend to someone to do because I had mm. him on my bench in one league this, this week. I would have won that league if I would have started him. I started him in another league, which helped me win that league, but next week he might have two points. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir.
0: Sort of the old Mike Williams problem.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's very much like the boomer bust wide receiver, the Will Fuller, right? He could, yeah. go, he could go off for 30 and win you the week single-handedly. Could go off for two points. Um, he scares you, but he's a guy who the beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Because even he's the classiest guy you can't trade for because the guy trading him... Is gonna think of good Brandon Ayuk while you're trying to buy Brandon bad Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, it's just you're never gonna match up because the splits are so wide.
0: I might use him as trade bait.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a few deep dynasties at wide receiver where he'd be a perfect guy to kind of capitalize on after this week and try to
0: try to you know leverage somehow. And then, what's your biggest question coming out of this game, Dre? It's
1: this Falcons back. running back splits here, Caleb Huntley, the ball state product, um, splitting it with the rookie Tyler Algier out of BYU 1615. Neither one really looked that great. They're both bigger guys over 220. Um, I don't know. Neither's a household name. So both is kind of available. Huntley, probably more than Algier. That's
0: uh, just something I'm monitoring. I don't have answers, but I have a lot of questions. I, I do have <laughs> what I would consider an answer. Tell me, Tyler Algier ran 12 routes, zero targets. Ooh, but he's running routes. Which he's Caleb Huntley only ran two routes. Yeah. So yeah. if you're going for pass catching upside, which in PPR you absolutely should, Algier's the guy.
1: Yeah, it's true. You just worry Huntley maybe snipes you on a few red zone goal line carries because he's the slightly bigger guy.
0: Totally. And at that point if you're banking on touchdown upside, you're I don't know I what know. to tell you.
1: I know. I know. It's true you're in just a bad spot regardless. You might as well pick up Kyle Usech. Um that's a good halfway point and we're going to take a second to tell you that. Right now, not just the NFL, but the NBA season is returning today. NBA fans' wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Lots of lots of guys around the office getting into some uh, NBA fantasy leagues. Is that something you dabble in?
0: I have dabbled in the past. I'm not this year, though.
1: Yeah, I was on the fence. I think it's too late now, so... I'll take it. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Um, And that's on top of all the amazing promotions, deals they have. Last night was an all-timer. Ryan with his Greg Dulcich touchdown bet was just amazing. We told everyone on bets that uh, the boosted Justin Herbert to throw for a touchdown from minus eight hundred to plus a hundred was not the shoe in everyone thought it was. Zero tuds for him. It's just a great time to be on the drafting.
0: It's a great show. time. Let me give you a little secret. Please. Wednesday night, that money line bet that you got to win to get yeah. that two hundred dollars. Just take the Nuggets. They're going against the tanking Jazz on opening night. So much fire behind this Come squad. Just take the Nuggets.
1: Everyone is tanking for the French freak, so just do it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: All right, let's move on to New York Jets at Green Bay. Shocker of the week here. Let's talk about Brees Hall. Yeah. I mean, in our award show last week,
1: he kind of sneakily, the last two weeks, has really taken hold of the Fantasy Rookie of the Year award. And boy, was that true in this week. I mean, because Zach Wilson has not been an impact at all. We love guys like Tyler Conklin and Garrett Wilson to start the season when Joe Flacco is throwing for over 300 yards a game. Those days are long gone. It's Brees Hall's show. And um, he's just, he's just doing his thing. Only two targets for five yards, but 20 carries for 116 and a touchdown. He's growing steadily, and that scheme seems to be
0: working real well. I just love the way he runs, man. Yeah, yeah. good vision, good patience. Good vision, good patience. He's slippery when he takes first contact, but he yes. has the power in order to, like, drag a couple defenders with him. He really, really runs, like just exactly how you want the modern running back to run. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would buy all that stock for sure. Complete back. What do you take of these jets wide receivers and these Packers wide receivers, man? the wide receivers in this game. It's just a disaster all over the place. Anything you can do there.
1: Yeah. For one, I think Alan Lazard, um, his return, like it's looking more legit there. Uh, Bobby Tanya, I think is a good, like tight end streaming option you know, that's kind of a like four or five field deep. Um, the Logan Thomases of the world. He's, he's better than most. Um, you know, even Tyler Conklin, for example. Um, my biggest concern though. And my biggest question is what's going on with Aaron Jones, man. He looked like such a superstar to start the season. Um, and we were high on him going into drafts this year. It's just not very high, very, very, very high. Um, It's just not happening. Nine carries for 19 yards isn't going to do it. Um, And he's getting those
0: targets, four targets, but three for 25. I mean, meh. What can you do? Um, He's running a lot of routes too. So you can tell they're trying to get him in the passing game. Um, It's just really hard for them to move the ball at all right now. This offense just doesn't have much juice. Aaron Rodgers looks old, and he still has – he still has one or two throws a game which make you just go wow yeah but his general consistency is not there and so i think a lot of that has to come down to the wide receivers he's got thrown to and just because of that the offense can't run much so what do you do with aaron jones do you try and sell at this point or do you just take the l you try and sell for sure you try and sell if anyone's willing to buy um they
1: gotta turn something around but Gosh, I'm not very optimistic. The, the guys I would buy into from this Packers offense are Lazard, Dubs, maybe Bobby Tunyon at a very low price. Yeah. And then, as I said, the Jets wide receivers. It's, just, it's a complete 180 from what this offense was with Flacco. This is a winning offense. It's a run first. You might have a wide receiver go off once every now and then because they caught a couple bombs from Zach Wilson scrambling and creating something,
0: but uh, it's not a reliable offense at all. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the next game. We've got Vikings at Dolphins. This was a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Vikings might be for real at five and one. So people think,
1: even though they're two and four against the spread.
0: I love Kevin O'Connell, man. He was my guy in this coaching search. And exact given teams. the way how uh, this Bronco season has gone, I just wish he would have gotten a deeper look. Um, no doubt. No doubt.
1: Um, how about the other side, though, man? Doesn't matter who's that quarterback, two different quarterbacks starting for the Vikings. And yet Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, both over 100 yards. They've just had an amazing season. Unreal season. Yeah. Safe
0: to say uh, the most dangerous wide receiver duo in the league by far um yeah one of the most explosive wide receiver duos in nfl history i hyperbole i have never seen something like this and for them Mm -hmm. to put up fantasy Mm -hmm. production in an offense that has questions at quarterback is really just a testament to them like you said in our notes just give them a round of applause um jaylen waddle especially in dynasty leagues redraft leagues keeper leagues i am so high on Jalen waddle he might be The second fastest receiver in the NFL, (laughs) just to Tyreek Hill, Mm -hmm. truly. Um, So I'm buying high on all them. Plus, like they run a lot of passing plays, man. Mike Mike McDaniel runs a lot of passing plays. Yes, he does. The way that I mean, they ran 62 route snaps and 60. Sorry, um, 62 snaps and 60 snaps each respectively that's crazy high usage for wide receivers sure is i mean they're they're just riding this offense and
1: even some gasecki trade murmurs with gasecki not being as utilized but he does get two tuts in this one so
0: what's your biggest question coming out of this game man it's just like alexander
1: madison what the hell what am i doing why am i wasting a roster spot on this guy I wouldn't. So disappointing. So disappointing. And then as soon as I dump him, Dalvin Cook's going to get injured by like
0: the first quarter. It's so annoying, man. <laughs> it's so annoying. I hate I it so I can tell much. this is a problem that you actually have on your roster. Yeah, I
1: mean, I just wish that a, such a good second running back
0: would be treated as such and not just a pure handcuff. Yeah. Totally. But so is life. Carolina at... L.A. Rams. What do we got going on here? Oh,
1: gosh. What to make out of this? I guess I thought of you when I saw Alan Robinson going off, doing some things. Yeah. How about that?
0: Uh, It's frustrating, to say the least, um, because you never know. Yeah, you don't never know. And my question is, is it for
1: real? Because, God, it has to be. It's either him or Scronwick. Like this offense has to sustain more than one wide receiver though
0: here's what makes me nervous Allen robinson huge week right five receptions 63 yards touchdown finally had not a huge huge week but a big week definitely startable but he only had six targets i know so i know (laughs) it's like he made the most of what targets he's getting but man, Matt Stafford is still just not looking his way enough for him yeah. to, yeah. I would still. And Stafford stinks. Yeah. It's been a tough, it's just a tough situation. At least I, runs one in every once in a while. Yeah. I really like Alan Robinson, the player I have for years, but I just don't think if he's fantasy startable at this point, even though he had a big week in my opinion
1: that to me was the only headline i don't know if you know we can po- talk about robbie anderson in the next game who gets treated traded to the cardinals but carolina just disastrous i'm i'm not gonna do another christian mccaffrey no you've heard enough of this no nope,
0: we've heard enough he's good he's good uh, he is he is and he's staying healthy so you love to see that yep all right arizona at seattle
1: uh, I guess my biggest takeaway was um, there is somewhat of a limited ceiling to the Seahawks offense. It's good offense for NFL standards in 2022, but
0: there's a ceiling. There is a ceiling. Um, definitely just Geno's good, but he's just not one of those freaks. Exactly. And you need a freak yeah. in today's NFL to really be a contender. Right. If you my don't have opinion. a top
1: six guy, yeah, cool. You should start him over Goff some weeks, stuff like that. You know, yeah. Like he's in that mix.
0: But even who? Okay. Gino or T Law?
1: Mm, gosh. Going forward, just for this season in a redraft, eh, I might be leaning Gino.
0: All right. That T-Law's, tells you, I, in my opinion, that tells you what you need to know. T Law, since we had our last conversations, dropped off of. He had twenty four points this week. That's not bad, actually. I started him that's in one league. He was he was good. good. I'm yeah, glad to hear
1: I started Gino. Yeah, yeah, fine. It, it was fine. It was fine. Um, but you know, like Eskridge, Fant leading leading the team in receptions, uh, receiving yards. I think that's notable. I think that's notable. And the Kyler show finally ends. Um, you know, how does Hopkins's return alter everything? They lose Hollywood Brown. They add Robbie Anderson, I expect, a lot what is, more. What is Arizona doing? A lot doing? more from this Arizona passing attack. Right now, it's just the Kyler show, and it's disgusting.
0: It's like... I, I, What's their process as a franchise? They're just giving up draft capital for these okay receivers. They have all these old guys. Like, I... Sorry, this is a tangent that is not really fantasy relevant. I just don't understand what's going on with the Arizona Cardinals. They don't really make sense as a franchise to me right now. Mm -hmm. It's sort of just Kyler going. Cliff is some of the most uninspiring play calling I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I expect a lot more with Hop coming back, but... I think that's huge. I think that's huge, so we'll have to see there. And then, um, what do you make of DK, Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett? Small weeks for them after having huge weeks...
1: I kind of think this is what it is, you know, like there will be some games where they go off. There'll be some games where they're just meh.
0: All right. All right. You have it there. Buffalo at KC. Josh Allen, man.
1: Insane. He's the fantasy MVP through six weeks. I don't think it's, Even that much of a discussion, and him and Dix are by far the
0: best wide receiver, quarterback. They're the best duo in all of fantasy. If you're able to stack them, oh my God. Yeah. Just. Illegal. It should be illegal. Um, Isaiah McKenzie is benchable at this point. We all knew that. Um, Gabe Davis, one of those, he either goes off or he doesn't, guys. Yeah, I mean,
1: three receptions, so he's got to make the most of. Six targets, but only three receptions. So even though he went off, it's like, eh, that's not going to happen every week.
0: What's your biggest question here? Juju, dare I ask? Is this for real? I think so. I mean, here's the deal: Five he's targets. In, only five targets, but he's a number one wide right receiver in a Chiefs offense that's going to be putting up points. And at the end of the day, you have to start that guy. You. Uh-huh have to start that guy it's a patrick mahomes led offense you've got a guy who's getting number one type looks obviously travis kelsey is starting. and forget you don't even mm-hmm. think about it mm-hmm. but as far as wide receivers goes juju as well and i think their chemistry they look really nice to me i i i'm buying i'm buying okay interesting i'm
1: much more on the fence i think Nicole hardman might be the sneakier by but this did feel more like the chiefs offense i was expecting
0: to start the season yep definitely agreed and uh clyde edwards he yeah what's I mean, the deal isaiah pacheco bad. yeah he's coming down from earth a little bit not getting to the end zone as much um still startable though in my opinion
1: yeah he just gets a lot of touches in dangerous areas for a really good offense yep and he's still leading the team in carries. Um, I'm honestly shocked he didn't get a
0: target in the uh, in the past game though. Totally. But just totally. one of those weeks. Dallas at Philly. Honestly a pretty good game for yes. the quarterback that we had coming from yes. Dallas. Um Dax coming back, do you pick him up?
1: Oh, I know. I've been having such struggles
0: at quarterback. I kind of think the answer is yes. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's Dak. He's been a huge fantasy quarterback every time he's started and he's not going to be 100% healthy, but I like this team. This offense is putting up some numbers even without Dak. I expect it to only get better when he does get back. Yeah. Um so and expect I like I like the fallout for both Michael Gallup and CD Lamb with with Dak coming back as well, especially Gallup. I mean, seven targets on 31 routes run, 51 snaps. He's getting a really high target share for a second wide receiver. Gallup's a really sneaky pickup if he's available. If he's available or even a guy you could get, if you're wide receiver needy, he's a guy you could probably get for pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I like that a lot. Um, Is Miles Sanders the most underrated player in fantasy, Dre? Man, he's right there. He's right in front of Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon.
1: Um, he's not far off the pace of guys like Ramond, Uh, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry. Uh, we just don't talk about him enough because Jalen's so good and those wide receivers are so good in Philly. But, man, he's been awesome.
0: Yep. I love it. I love it. Let's move on to uh, Monday Night Football, Denver at L.A. Chargers. Yeah. This was um, a disaster of a game to watch, but what are our fantasy takeaways? It was um,
1: Latavius Murray, like right off the bat. Bell cow. Uh, we got to figure out what happened with Melvin Gordon because clearly something went on. You don't start the game and then just get benched the rest of the way. But Latavius Murray, I thought, looked half decent and... Um, you know, is a low-end RB2 flex starter. Yep. And then, I don't know, I think the biggest question might be on nights like this, I feel like these are the kind of nights where Justin Herber is lacking something compared to the other top quarterbacks in the league and in fantasy, and it's why he is more in the Geno Smith-Trevor Lawrence tier than that elite tier, um, you know, of Josh Allen, Mahomes, Hurts, Lamar, or even in that next year of like Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Herbert, because the Chargers can't quite put up the points you'd expect them to put put up, always a little
0: stagnant like this. For me, this always comes back to Joe Lombardi. Um, mm. It's just the wrong offense to be running with <laughs> Justin Herbert. He's got a cannon for an arm, and they throw... Justin Herbert throws more passes behind the line of scrimmage than almost anybody in the league, crazy. and it's absolutely crazy to me. Um, I think there's a limit on him as a quarterback as long as he's as long as he's got Joe Lombardi calling plays for him. So that's a fair point. That's that's where I would go for him. So takeaway this year, he's obviously you're going to start him if he's your quarterback this year. You probably drafted him pretty high, but I think there's a ceiling there, and I think there's a ceiling moving forward. So that would be my take there anything else from this game
1: nope that's it i'm ready to move on to streaming defenses
0: can i give you my streaming d of the week that is gonna make people unhappy sure it's the new york jets
1: yeah it's a great one I mean, for starters, the Jets are actually a pretty good defense.
0: Pretty good defense. They've got a play great play really caller. Well. Yeah, they're playing pretty, really uh, well. Uh, Quinn Williams is a monster. All of no, a sudden, an absolute monster. <laughs>
1: Leonard Williams came back this week, so the middle of that defense
0: and Sauce is playing like the defensive yep. rookie of the year,
1: a hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, you've got a duo in the middle that like is up there with the Eagles type of duo at defensive tackle, as far as pass rushing. And if you've got a lockdown corner, you've got some. Solid scheme, some solid play on the back seven. Um,
0: They're available. Russell Wilson looks like he's got a hamstring thing that might be going right, on. Might be Brett Rippon. Might be Brett Rippen, So Yeah, Latavius Murray and Brett Rippon might be the starting
1: backfield for the Broncos in that one. So. that's and promising.
0: the other defense I really like this week, um, actually the Cardinals going against the Saints. Ooh. Um, just I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So slog it out. Don't get negative points if you're streaming Ds you know yeah that type of thing and then uh commanders have burned me so many times but they're going up against this anemic green bay offense that's
1: such a ballsy pick man (laughs) that's such a ballsy pick i don't hate it though i don't hate it i think you're right you know who i really like is
0: the pats oh against the bears monday night against i just figured the pats aren't available they are in our league wow yeah okay i was i sit
1: corrected in some leagues they probably won't um i'm honestly surprised how many leagues the jets are still available for it's kind of crazy because they're playing good we just described like some really good personnel we did oh man always a pleasure doing these kale um stay tuned for next week hit us with some questions The DMVR Fantasy Pod presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week.